welcome to the Forbes India Cover Story podcast series in association with theindicast.com. My name is Abhishek and this issue's cover package is the South Celebrity Special. Joining me on the call is Forbes India's Divya Shekhar, who's written the cover story. Hi, Divya. Thanks for joining in. Hi. Hi, Abhishek. Uh, this time, uh, it, it's a little different, isn't it? Uh, meaning the focus is on Southern celebrities as opposed to the regular celebrity special. So why is it different this time, uh, Divya? Let's start with that. Uh, you know, every year, I think Forbes India takes a detour from, you know, writing stories about business, economy, entrepreneurship, innovation, etc. To, to focus on celebrities and movies and cinema. And uh, this time, we've, we've sort of gone a step further and narrowed the spotlight down on four South Indian film industries, that is Tamil Telugu. Malayalam and Kannada. Uh, we've done that for a couple of reasons. One of those reasons is obviously legacy. I mean, traditionally, the four southern film industries ha- have among the highest theatre-going audiences. Now, even though that might seem uh, to have limited significance in the wake of the pandemic, what we've observed is that even with theatres shutting down and OTT gaining prominence, the southern film industries seem to have ad- adapted much better and have performed much better despite the pandemic. Now, we could see this in two key areas. First, theatrical releases itself. Like, for example, uh, even after the first COVID-19 wave, many big budget films in South India stuck to their release dates and they opened to full screen uh, audience. You know, so you had films like Master in Tamil, you had in Telugu, you had say Vakil Sahab, Crack or recently uh, Love Story. At a time when the Hindi film industry largely deferred film releases on account of theatres in Maharashtra being shut for much longer or more COVID-related curbs being imposed on the Hindi-speaking markets, I think this the South industry has performed much better. And in general, I think the strong rooted fan bases that you know these films enjoy in their respective regions has also aided and helped movie, movies to release in theatres despite pandemics. How uh, these films have performed in OTT, South Indian language films, even more so after COVID, have been sort of able to transcend geographical boundaries, appeal to a pan-Indian audience. Our columnist, uh, filmmaker Anjali Menon points out, compared to many other industries, including the Hindi film industry, South Indian films and particularly Malayalam films have been more, quote unquote, COVID cognizant, you know, in the way in which they've uh, adapted to making films, uh, the way in which they write their stories, they've reacted you know, much quicker compared to uh, many other industries. Why do you think that is? Is it that South Indian film industry is quite quirky, offbeat, uh, they take risks and they don't mind experimenting? And now that you mentioned that they've also been up to date with uh, their storytelling, why, why do you think that is? Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's something that has been, uh, you know, happening over the years. One thing that we actually had in mind while putting together the edition is that, uh, you know, the South is not a homogeneous mass of movies, filmmakers, or even audience sensibilities. The kind of movies that they make are, you know, very different. And like, for example, uh, Telugu industry relies heavily on these big budget uh, theatrical releases, uh, you know, with 
mostly male dominated plots while you know malayalam film industry is is more sort of culturally rooted you know small budget films etc but at the core of it i think lies the ability of these films to to adapt and to capture the realities around them very well and to also cater to audience requirement or audience sensibilities and in the wake of the pandemic i think with films like say surare potra in tamil or say a, a series of uh, uh, films that fatal had be it joji or malik or irul etc i have made these films or made actors or artists from these industries into a more pan indian household sort of a name that's something that i think yeah the fan following i think it's uh, quite crazy in some parts of uh, south india where i'd seen kabali in bangalore i remember where people would you know, had gone nuts when uh, rajnikanth came on the screen there were folks who you know threw banknotes garlands and some coins as well Yeah. on the on 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 the on the screen how does it translate to superstars of the modern era it is it is very much there you know uh, you know like like i said it's one of the reasons why even when say vijay's film master releases right in the wake of the first wave of covid-19 it's uh, it's run to packed audiences in theaters so even if and that is also one of the reasons why say kgf which is a much anticipated film by one of our cast stars yesh he refuses to release it on ott because he believes that it has to be a big screen experience and he doesn't want it to be a disservice to the audience that you know uh, you don't get to enjoy it in a theater setting or experience it in a theater setting so that fan following that frenzy is very much there and i think that is something that really differentiates this industry from others in the country and and talking about superstars you have uh, uh, nayantara on the cover why is that nayantara is the first of the three covers that we have uh, in this edition uh-huh. one thing that we really wanted to make sure was that we have uh, adequate representation of all four industries in the entire edition and why we chose nayantara for the top cover is that the kind of longevity and the kind of enduring superstardom that she enjoys you know in a male dominated industry uh, you know and she's earned the title of quote unquote lady superstar because yeah. you know in the pre pandemic days she's able to get people to the movies just on her name yeah. you know and that been a preserve of the the so called male superstars for the longest of times mm. and after the pandemic she has also been able to transition well into the ott space she's had three movie releases including uh, netrican which released in august and uh, she's also turned producer she's backing interesting scripts what experts and you know film critics etc point out is that the kind of enduring popularity and the kind of uh, longevity that her career enjoys you know being consistently on top and being around for close to 20 years now in a patriarchal or a male dominated industry is no mean feat right and also uh, you you mention a bit about her pan india presence or doing films in different languages also one apparently is planned with shahrukh khan in hindi among others another thing that sets nayantara apart from most of her male contemporaries also is that many uh, superstars or many male uh, heroes they are 
present in one or two languages, but unlike that, Nayantara has popularity across Tamil, Telugu, and Malayalam uh, industries. She's she's consistently done films in all three languages, and you know that also sets her apart from not only many female but also many male contemporaries in the industry. And and the last one, uh, Divya, in the interest of time, some some other highlights of the issue. What what else do you cover? and what what can the reader expect we have uh, two very interesting uh, cover stories also one is on uh, actor dulkar salman who predominantly acts in malayalam movies but is also working very hard to uh, sort of script his pan india presence he has uh, a few large surprises lined up and a very good and diverse body of work he also has directorial ambitions and there's also this cover story on kannada actor yash which is you know in in itself a fascinating story of this this young boy who set out from his uh, hometown in mysore to to make a name for himself in bangalore and suddenly he's sort of caught the attention of the nation these are our three cover stories and apart from that we also have say an exclusive list that forbes india has uh, curated on the top 30 most influential south indian celebrities on instagram which is obviously dominated by the film industry you know that's representative of the huge fan following that they enjoy we've also tried to understand what makes ott platforms with deep pockets like netflix amazon hotstar sony live you know turn towards south indian film industries are they investing more what more they need to to commission original south indian content and we've also gone beyond movies as well to also capture this this whole group of uh, south indian uh, influencers on social media who have shot to popularity for their non english hindi content you know trying to decode you know what makes them connect with their audiences what is the kind of cultural milieu that their content is set in how do they get you know or grab the pulse of their audience how do they understand that what makes them different it's a mixed bag of stories and diverse bag of stories we've also had like expert columnists filmmakers and trade analysts coming in and talking about how the pandemic has impacted the movie trade the movie business in south india and how it has impacted the craft itself uh, the creativity and you know what's lined up you know in the future excellent i think that that's a colorful package and thanks for uh, very succinctly summarizing it and thank you divya for your time on this podcast uh, thanks a lot thank you so much abhishek Thank you all you listeners you can get this podcast on forbesindia.com as well as on iTunes Spotify Stitcher and any other uh, podcasting app that you use to consume this content and to have someone call you for a Forbes India subscription message forbes to 51818